welcome to the What to Expect While Fostering and Adopting podcast show. If you're a foster mom on the journey to adoption, already adopted, or somewhere in the middle, trying to figure out how to navigate the foster care system, wanting to grow your family through adoption, trying to balance everything, or stuck in that space of all things unknown, you're in the right place. What if there was a way to fast track your knowledge, prepare you for the good and the hard, and somebody who could answer that long list of questions I know you have? Hi friend, I'm Christine Marie, biblical mindset coach, adoptive mom, and previous foster parent of 77 children. Yep, you heard that right, 77 kiddos. I'm your host, and my goal is to help make your journey a lot easier by sharing my best tools, techniques, and skills that helped me pivot from foster care to adoption, fully surrender, and trust the process. I'm about to bring some calm to the chaos and show you how to navigate through this journey with a whole lot of grace. So go grab your cup of coffee and let's jump in. Oh my goodness. So you guys, let's talk about where it all began. So my husband and I met when we were 18 and we were married when I was 20. Yes, I wasn't even 21. And neither of our boys, we have two biological boys and then we have our two adoptive daughters. Neither of their pregnancies were planned. So I never had that, oh my goodness, I really want a child feeling. Now, if you guys know what I'm talking about, it's like this unknown desire that kind of takes over your whole body. And what's crazy is both of my boys were very high risk pregnancies. So the doctor told me that it was not advised to have another one. So my husband went and got the surgery and we were perfectly happy with our two boys. I felt like God just completely blessed me and blessed us. And this was our family. Like I had no desire to have another child until that feeling overtook my body. So if you know anything or you've been or walked through that, that desire, it's almost like it takes on a life of its own. And so I remember talking to my husband and I said, I don't know what's going on with me or my body, but I really want another child. And I think it took him by surprise because it was not something that had ever happened before. And I was so super happy with both of our boys. So obviously having a biological child was not an option. And so I started brainstorming, like what options were there? And I remember that there was a Bible verse and don't ask me which one it was because it was just in my head somewhere that God wants us to care for the orphans and widows. Now, fast forward, there's a lot of Bible verses that I know that talk about that, but that was what was in my head at the time. I was 26 years old, um, a mom to two little boys, and just knew that I had this overwhelming urge to want to be a mom again. And so I had decided that I wanted a daughter. And so I remember specifically um, my littlest one wasn't in school yet. And then my other one, we had just started in preschool or pre-K. And so I was in pickup line to pick him up from preschool. I was researching on my phone how to adopt, where to adopt, different agencies. And so the first thing that I found was private adoption. Then I found international adoption. And oh my goodness, you guys, this sent me down a rabbit hole, which I'm going to talk about this more um, in further episodes, but it sent me down a rabbit hole of do we adopt internationally? Which country do we adopt from? Adopt domestically. Like what was the course that we were going to take, right? So I talked to my husband about it and he said, just start calling, like, let's get more information. So I started calling adoption agencies. 
And you guys, I was completely not prepared for the information that was shared with me. I was told it could be 30,000 up to 80,000. I mean, and the timeline was not known. And some countries were closed for adoption at that point, And some were open and some had long waiting lists. And I felt so overwhelmed and so completely defeated because coming up with $30,000, I couldn't even wrap my mind around that. Why would I pay for the adoption of a child when there were so many children that needed adopted. So that part I really just couldn't understand. And obviously hindsight is 2020 and I've learned a lot now, but that part I couldn't understand. So I was pretty defeated. And then I talked to my husband and we decided financially what we could do. And we decided to call some local adoption agencies. So that's where I got in touch with a local adoption agency. And I don't know what happened after that, but I had received a phone call the next day. And it was the local child welfare office. It was an adoption caseworker with the the local office. And so I was quite taken back. And she said, I had talked to a friend of mine at an adoption agency and I was told that you and your husband would like to adopt. And you guys, like I was literally taking this as a God sign because how else could all of this have been orchestrated other than God, right? So I said, yes. And she said, well, do you know that if you adopt with the state, you can actually adopt for free. And once you adopt, we will give you a subsidy and we will also give you insurance for the child. You guys, I was totally won over. Like I was completely like, wow, this is amazing. This is it. Like God answered our prayers. Now I'm going to share with you, I didn't pray to God. I did not go back to God and say, hey, God, was this a sign from you? I did not confirm it in his word. I did nothing. I was literally on cloud nine, so excited, called my husband said, oh my goodness, she wants to meet with us tomorrow. And that was the beginning of our foster care journey. You guys, I had no idea, no clue what any of what she told me meant. So we went into her office the next day and we had a conversation with her and she explained to us that we needed to take these classes called foundational classes. And if we took these classes and did the background check and everything worked out, then literally within eight to 10 weeks, we could have a child in our home that was available for adoption. Now, I'm gonna stop you right there. I should have received so many warning signs at this point, but I didn't. You guys remember I was 26 years old, a mom of two little kids on cloud nine. I felt like God had just flown down from the clouds and manifested in only a way that he can the answer to my prayers. So we started taking the classes. You guys, after two classes, she called me. Two classes, okay? (laughs) Which was in a week, within a week. And she said, I have the child for you. And she told us about the child. She was a little girl. She was incredible. And she said, I just need you to go pick her up. Like, what? You want me to go pick up our forever child right now and all I need to do is go buy a car seat. I just literally could not fathom how incredibly easy this whole process was. So if you're sitting here listening to me going, 
wow, that's incredible. Like definitely orchestrated by God, right? So it really wasn't that easy though. We went, we bought a car seat, we picked her up and she was amazing and incredible. And we took family portraits with her and we were so excited and people were so excited for us. Then five months later, I got a call from my certification person telling me that she was going back to her mom the very next week. You guys, there was no warning signs. I was so completely oblivious because I had already known. I literally hung on to every word that she told me when I was in her office, when I was in on the phone call with her, when I bought that car seat, the perfect car seat for our daughter. And I told our sons that this was going to be their sister. My boys loved their new sister. The problem was, is that I didn't know what I didn't know. So by six months, in a little bit less the time than six months from the day I got my forever daughter, she was back in the arms of her mother. Now, looking back, I can't tell you how thankful I am that she went back to her mother because of what I've learned about the foster care system and so many things I'm going to be sharing with you in this podcast along my journey. But I was just completely distraught in despair. My boys were upset. Our family was upset. I felt so wronged. I felt so completely taken advantage of and filled with the most painful grief I had ever experienced. So after she went home, I couldn't stop crying. Like I I just couldn't. And my certifier told me the very best thing to do to heal a broken heart is to get another child. So for those of you who are experienced foster parents, you will probably disagree that that is the very best thing to heal a broken heart, but I didn't know any better. So we took in another child right then, and then we took in another child. And I don't know if you have heard the story about the slowly boiled frog, but I'm going to share that with you right now because I need you to understand how we went from that next placement to 77 children and adopting our two daughters within 10 years. And I feel like that story does such a good is a good representation of what that means. So the the slowly boiled frog is that you can put a frog in a pan of cold water and the frog doesn't know the difference. And if you slowly increase the temperature and turn on the gas, the water will increase at such a slow rate of speed that the frog will never know that the water has become hot. And eventually the water becomes boiling and the frog is no longer. So that is what it was, you guys, for me, is I truly stepped into this and the amount of brokenness in the foster care system and my empathetic heart. I wanted to help every single child that I possibly can. And at one point we had our two, at that time they were still foster daughters, our two boys and seven other foster children in our home at the same time. You guys, if you imagine if I could have solved the foster care crisis on my own, I would have tried. Like my heart was truly to serve and help these children. And so having that second child come into our home and having her enter our home, my certifier was, while she was great intentioned, it did not allow me to properly grieve. 
right? So I did push down my emotions and continued on. And that continued on, 76 more children entering and being loved on in our home. So that was that was the beginning of me really seeing the foster care system. Like I never had any intention of going into being a foster parent. And sometimes I would tell people, I don't know if I lived under a rock as a child. I don't know what corner of the earth I existed in where I didn't know that there was a foster care system. I just didn't know that it existed. So for me, once I began to see that there was this huge need, um, I wanted to make an impact. And so I wanted to help these children. I wanted to step in and slowly over time, I got involved as a mentor and I opened a foster parent closet and I got involved with other nonprofit organizations. And if there was any need out there that I could physically fill, I wanted to fill it. And so that was when kind of it opened the, you know, opened the the walls for the ocean to come flowing into me of what the need was in this foster care world. And we still had that dream and that vision of adopting one child. And so as each child kept coming into our home, right, I would see this child and say, is this child a good fit for our family? Is this child a good fit for our boys? Is this child somebody that, you know, their needs would meet my capabilities, right? Because that's super important. And of course, so many of these things we're going to dive into as we move forward in the Foster to Adoption podcast. That is where, that is where we began truly the, the journey as foster parents. That is when we stepped into that role of foster parents. And what I see now is adoption took the back burner. My original vision and goal was to adopt one child And then when I was able to see the needs of the foster care world, I decided I wanted to be a foster parent. I never discussed this with my husband. It was not a um, thought out decision. Uh, It was just something that we fully surrendered and stepped into. So while it began from a very painful morning, the child that we thought was going to be our forever child, it turned into an opportunity. It turned into an opportunity to help work and heal and support other children and families. And so that is truly what breathed life into this. My husband and I were foster parents for a total of 10 years. So from 2007 till 2017, we served these children and served the foster care world and we were able and blessed to not only adopt one child but we adopted our two both of our daughters so when we got our youngest when she was about 15 months old she had been in care since she was 13 months old and we got her um with the hope that we would be able to adopt i was really hopeful that we would but there were a lot of family members that might possibly come forward and eventually there was one family member who came forward and that family member was unfortunately disqualified and so we were able to eventually adopt her her sister is older and so we got her when she was almost four she had been in the foster care system for quite some time she was actually slated to go up for adoption so 
even though we had only had her a few months, we were, we had to apply to adopt her, even though she was our foster child. So we applied to adopt her and we went up against over a hundred families. When they reached that, I don't know, a few over a hundred, they actually shut down applications. And so we were, uh, went through a long process and we were actually chosen to be her adoptive family. So we adopted her when she was almost five years old. So that's kind of a little brief story about the adoption of the girls. And of course, we'll dig into so much more about this as we move forward. But so thankful you're here. So if you would like to submit topics for um, us to talk about on this podcast as we move forward, please head over to my Facebook group, What to Expect While Fostering and Adopting. Hey friend, I hope that you loved today's episode. I pray it blessed you and helped you see that you have a friend in your corner who truly understands what you're walking through. If so, would you share this episode with someone who's been praying for a breakthrough in their own journey? It would also bless me big time and help others to find this podcast if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also submit your questions, topics that you would like covered, and find a community of like-minded mamas in my private Facebook group by searching What to Expect While Fostering and Adopting on Facebook. See you next time.